Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. We almost ran out of music, but I was I was hard working here trying to get the Facebook thing. No, you weren't hard I working. I didn't. You failed to launch here. I didn't fail no, to launch. I wanted to put the Facebook up. No, for some reason, I, I thought my phone may have locked. You know how it, 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 it locks? It doesn't, it doesn't like that. But whatever. When I put it up there, it showed the uh, it showed everything sideways, jabberwocky. So I'm not going to put up there. Why you plug that in? You know that doesn't even work. You know it doesn't even pick up the audio. Anyway, it is. Uh, it's going to be with you guys as we uh, kick off the last week of August, our final August Monday. Yay! We're getting closer to wiping out this month. I'm okay with that. It's a little warm this month. For everybody but the Rangers. <laughs> but as a Brewer fan, I appreciate them. I'm sure you did. They jump-started your stretch run. Oh, yeah. We're in good. We got the Cubs this this, uh, this week. Oh, Big three-game series. There you go. That's a, that's a Is that a rivalry in the minds of Brewers fans? I know it's not in Cub fans' minds, but in Brewer fans, do they see the Cubs as yeah. a bit of a rival, the proximity? Yeah, we don't have any other rivals. So by proximity alone, I mean you, 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 when you play in like the Pirates or the Reds, those are rivals. Not, they're not really rivals. I mean, your division. I mean, foes, you, you, but, you you spend too much time in AL. So I know. You, so you really don't have that old rivalry. But and we weren't yeah. really rivals with the White Sox. No, but the Cubs. I think there's a little something there. Okay. So I, I would. So yeah. fans, That's your yes. rival. Yeah, it's a good one. That's something you have to look at. So sometimes a rivalry is just in the minds of the fans of one of the two teams. Yes, it is. And that's all right. You're like Arkansas, Texas, aren't you? I'll just say in some people's minds. I hear you. It's one of the two teams. Yeah. This is a this is a dicey week for the Rangers. They're not a, they're not in first place for the first time since like April eighth. Yes. And they're in third place, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they're 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 tied. Backed it all up. No, no, they're. The angels are getting ready to catch them. The angels, the angels aren't catching anybody. <laughs> the angels are like, oh my gosh, they could go. No, no, that's not happening. Otani doesn't need to be catching anything. <laughs> He's not. Poor angels. That's I, poor angels. Nothing. Poor Otani. How much money do you think that cost him? A bunch. A bunch, as in two hundred million. A bunch. He's got a year to get healthy and play a one-year deal. Two hundred million. He can build himself. Second arm issue. Yeah. Two hundred million. This is yeah. And he'll get ten at like whatever. He'll, Forty. I 50. don't know. If he's going to get this. He point. was going to get ten at however much he wanted. I don't. I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be a. Fun, there's no measuring stick for Otani. No. Yeah. That's right. And now you're going with a bum wing. Yeah. You lost yeah, I, your I, leverage. I I, I, he lost a lot of it. I agree. He's lost a lot of his leverage. And a lot of money. A lot of money, but uh, he's still a freak show. And people forget, Babe shut it down at one point. It went straight and, and just became a phenomenal player. And with all the stuff, and of course we're talking about he's got a, a ulnar nerve or yeah. muscle tear, whatever it is, ligament. Um what did he do? Go out and hit a couple of home runs yes. the other day and stole yes. a couple of bases. Yes. He's still a he's, freakish ball player. He's fine on the base paths. Yeah. He's fine in the batter's box. He just can't throw the ball with that arm, you know, 100 times a game. Oops, that's the wrong – I turned the wrong thing on. Hang on. Let's try it that way. There we go. Hey, you're in the yard. Hello? What's up? That's an indication of the phone probably isn't working. Yeah, today. probably not. Jeez. The uh, your phone's not working. The studio phone's not working. My phone? Well, no, my phone's not working. <laughs> Sorry. Don't be judgmental. That was you, know, you said it, don't you? Not the. I got to go in there and do it. I'll have to do it during the break. Yeah, hang up on yeah. me. There you go. Anyway, so the uh, I started this with the Rangers have uh, a three game set with the uh, the Mets this week. The lowly Mets. The lowly Mets, but they're not that lowly. Seattle trumps them with lowly. They get the A's this week. Yeah. So they get the uh, lowliest for yeah for the, for the uh, Rangers. This has the potential of becoming Seattle distancing themselves a little bit out Could there. Be. 
team. This is the week when or that the could Rangers happen. could catch fire. <laughs> well, the Rangers bullpen caught fire yesterday. Like every guy they threw out there caught fire. Kerosene, my friend. Kerosene does that. Why in the world? I, I still, for the life of me, I mean, you're deep in a pennant run now. You bring in Hernandez, and I don't just bring him in. You bring him back from the minors. He was so bad the beginning of the season. He got the demotion. I don't know. Did he find his stuff because he couldn't find the strike zone yesterday? Maybe it's the big stage. Maybe he's fine in Oklahoma City. Yeah, you're right. That could very well be. uh, Round Rock. Not Round Rock. Yeah, Round Rock and uh, Frisco's where they're at now. Well, they were in Minneapolis yesterday. That's That's not where they're that's true. <laughs> it's not, it's like, not like you're in New York or L.A. You're in Minneapolis throwing yesterday. Uh, you make a solid point there. It's not like you're... How many people were in the stands? Dozens. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't packed. Was the roof open. <laughs> I don't know. You know they did that the other day at Milwaukee. I don't know what the rule... There's some rule about the roof being open at a specific temperature, and it was so hot that people were dropping People were dropping out during a Brewers game oh my God. about a week ago. I think uh, there'd be some beverage available up there. Maybe it's that bad brand. <laughs> really? You know, I have a problem in St. Louis. <laughs> really? I'm just yeah, saying in they, St. Louis. They actually do have that problem in St. Louis. Smooth, goes down now. Nice, yeah, all right. Whatever. Everyone's thirst is quenched. Yes. Okay. All out up there in Milwaukee. Okay. Whatever you say. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyhow. But you have fun Friday night? Thursday night, rather? Uh, it was a circus. And now we're talking about high school football. It You're, was you covered your First time, I had a, a real deadline and yeah. trying to write a game article, and uh, it was pretty much of a circus. It was a poop show. <laughs> I uh, I made mistakes. No. Both teams made mistakes. Never. Yeah. I'm going to lock the door next time. <laughs> I like company, but a little hard. You know, nobody ever walked in on us when we were uh, broadcasting very often. Yeah, see, never very often. Yeah, yeah they did occasionally. Yeah, occasionally. But most of the time, they understood we were working. But I, I got a lot of company the other night. And as I told you, uh, as you're driving home from Longview, uh, the poor guy, from the stringer from the Morning News, who actually lives in Harmony uh, down in East Texas. Really? Yeah. He had a flat just outside of town coming in on 59. And so he was late and... He felt the need to disrupt me. <laughs> so, I, for a game that had way too much going on, for someone who was not experienced at, you know, making notes and trying to figure out, keeping everything in order. So you can it, write a story. Yeah, it was yeah. not a good night to have someone come in, a couple minutes left to go in the first quarter going, hey, you don't mind sharing some information? Well, could we do it at halftime? <laughs> but no, he wanted it then. So, uh, it There's was, a lock on the door, yes? Yeah, I may have to. You need to lock the I may door. Have to lock the door because I like visiting. It's hard for me not to visit. Not during a game. People we're visiting with, I enjoy visiting with. Not during a game. But I, I've got to be more focused. Now you could have visited like that during that PG game. There was nothing going on until the last two minutes of that game. That's true. But that Texas high first half was too insane. crazy to do anything. It was anything. just insane. Yes. There was so much. It was like trying to. Uh, uh, and it's funny, Scott and uh, Paul were next to me, and they'd never worked together, and were trying to feel their way out. As you can imagine, a new crew. You had a bit of a new crew this week uh, with your color guy this week. Yeah, but it wasn't two new people. Yeah, it wasn't two new people. And that's but, a problem, two but, new people. Yeah, but Scott and them, uh, Scott and Paul, uh, and everything going on, and they got overly exuberant with all that was going on, and so... So you're saying there was tinkle on the floor? Is that yeah, what happened? I was saying? They were coming through the glass. <laughs> they were loud. I'm just telling you, though that booth is not soundproof. Or the Alhanna booth is not soundproof. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Listening to the story of of how many people came in and out made me wonder: Did Johnny just not do anything? Up? He just hobnobbed the whole time he was working well, up no, there. No, I'm sure they were all afraid to go in there oh, with Johnny. See, that's it. You got to be more intimidating. Yeah, I'm, I like to visit. Everybody no. knows I like to visit. I'm a talker. You got to growl at people. 
But I'm sure Johnny. But you got to do it quiet, like he used to come on the air and talk. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Johnny probably barked at him a couple times, <laughs> and I had to tell folks to get out at halftime because you know I had to get the first half somewhat in order. It's going to ruin your whole image. I, of being... I was fortunate that the third quarter nothing went on. That's right. You got after, to catch up after 72 points in the first half. <laughs> there was three points in the third quarter. Yeah, I. It, it took me most of the third quarter to somehow get the first half in order for my story. So That's uh, how they work? Yeah. How the stat sheet work? What? <laughs> yeah. Never put pencil to paper, did you? Oh, no, I did. I tried. Yeah. How long did and, that work? Well, until the morning news guy showed up Uh-oh. and was talking to me when I was trying to write everything. Well, what's this? What's that? Well, that's kind of my little shorthand I've got going here. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's not for you. Yeah. Then I'm trying to watch this next play here as you're asking me what that is. Mm-mm-mm. So, no, I was making notes on everything. There you go. Yeah. I know the uh, Lone Star quarterback was one for his first six. <laughs> After that, I got a lot of options. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's the way it was. It was like an 80-yard touchdown. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, so. I'm going to come on here and say I told you so about Arkansas High. I told you guys last week when we, we had the conversation. I said they would hang as much on Watson Chapel as got hung on them last year. They no, won so. up that. Now, did the quarterback get hurt? Which one? Not Nate. Did Nate, Nate. get hurt? I hadn't talked to. Uh, I think he outlaw. may have uh, suffered the uh, uh, Grammatica oh, no. injury era. <laughs> Are you serious? I don't know how bad it is, but I think he hobbled twisted. off the field. Just tell me, twisted, not. Torn. I don't know, but I think he. They scored so much and all that. I, I think from what I saw on social media, oh, the that wall may sucks. Have had the. Uh, the celebration injury. So I don't know. I haven't. I, That's I've, terrible. I, I'll have to ask Riddle. Yeah. Riddle, see, I, I, I went back and forth with him Saturday. He didn't mention yeah, He didn't mention anything. Well, I'd seen that and I saw him, I thought, leaving the field with a crutch under his arm. And so. But, well, now you just depressed me. I was in a good mood and now you just crapped on that. Well, his athleticism is a big part of what they do. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But maybe it's I think are they off this week? They got like three know. buys this week this know. year. Look, look on the yeah. schedule there. Yeah, they're off this Chief week. Chief. He's got two weeks to recuperate. Yeah, he'll probably be fine. Yeah, probably be ready He's for the young. next game. I'll have a prosthetic on there by the time we get to <laughs> a prosthetic. Prosthetic. <laughs> prosthetic. Prosthetic. <laughs> you heard me. Prosthetic. <laughs> you know what I found out this weekend? What? As much as I mispronounce, I misspell. <laughs> <laughs> and, all right, now wait a minute. Wait just a minute. Yeah. Now, for people who don't know, who haven't been with this yeah. presentation forever, yeah, because I really don't believe it's spelling. But uh, for, yeah. for 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 how long? We've twenty known years. Each other? Twenty, 20 years we've known each other for longer than that. You can't spell. Period. No. No. There's nothing it's you can spell. You can't spell anything. Go ahead. You know, do anything now too. And I've been saying this to you for twenty years, whatever it's been. People in print seem to seem like it matters, and that's what you always said. Well, you know what I was saying. Yeah, you know what it was. I'm like, but you got your spelling's terrible. No, yeah. no, no. This, you know what I mean. You yeah. have to worry about spelling. And here it finally comes. Yeah, a parent right now who's yeah. told my kid for twenty yeah. years this is going to matter, yeah. and I, here it is. I spelled Knox, which is spelled K N O X. Yeah. G E N. What? Yeah. Chase Knox. <laughs> no, no, Chase Knox. No, no, no. That's the day two. The second time I screwed up is the one I spelled the second time. <laughs> wow. I purposely went Sunday yeah. with my piece to point out that I had screwed up Knox Pilgrim's name yeah. by putting his sister's name, which I found out. Shooty had done on a couple of occasions oh, on broadcast. Really? Well, that's, so I wasn't the only one ever Well, done. you already got instant pass then. But then on Sunday when I put Knox Pilgrim in the paper, yeah. it came out Chase Knox, which you and I both talked years ago. A long time ago. So when it comes to Knox Pilgrim, I've got the yips. <laughs> this, this is both sad and vindicating, I'll be honest with you. I feel a lot of vindication yeah. in this. 
I don't really care about spelling. Is Knox? His name. Oh, <laughs> just Knox. <laughs> you ought to spell it wrong every time now, just because. Like every Knox you know. Well, it may have turned into a piece for tomorrow's paper. <laughs> <laughs> Hard Knox. I'm just saying. Just, it ought to be spelled wrong every saying. single time. You looking tomorrow's paper. It's going to be a running gag. I'm sure his family is going to appreciate that. I don't. I never have to worry about that. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. 16 after 5, leaving the yard. Zang of the Professor on the fan, 107.9. Cowboy news this weekend? Oh, you bet. Oh, you bet. You can't have too many quarterbacks. Oh, one, two, three. Is that Trey? <laughs> We're back in a minute. On the fan, 107.9. Well, I'm coming back from the break. <laughs> Just saying. Welcome back. 19, almost 20 minutes after 5 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan. 107.9. I'm trying to fix this phone. I forgot to fix the other phone. Right, now, I told you about my Thursday night. What about your Thursday nights? You were up in McKinney. You had Longview versus McKinney. Yeah. Big upset. What went what down? At, I don't think it was a big upset. They were the number one team in the state, Chuck. Two. Alito's one. In one poll, they're number one. They're number two. They're not number one. I'm just telling you, one of the polls they were number one going into last week. One or two, either one. Two. What and was McKinney's McKinney? a 6A. That's 22nd ranked. Yeah, I know. That's not a but, big upset. Yeah, it was a big upset. How is that? I think people around the state were expecting Longview to roll that. They weren't I paying agree. attention to I McKinney. Was, I agree. I was telling people Thursday night in the press box, McKinney's legit. Yes, McKinney legit. is legit. Until McKin- their running back got hurt. They were legit even without him. Yeah. They, they Longview did a very nice job keeping Brian Jackson, kids going to USC, in check. They could not, however, at least in the first half, deal with a quarterback that moved in. Kid with a really strange name, God's Power Wawiwe. Wawihey. Wawihey. God's Power Wawihey. Came out of North Garland, and the starter was a, a sophomore southpaw who was fine, but he wasn't ready for it yet. This kid's a senior transfer from Garland who's been a you know offensive player of the year in his other district, and it caught the Lobos by surprise dealing with a guy that... That they hadn't seen? They hadn't, well, I don't think they were ready for what he was going to bring, which was not throwing the football. He's a guy that dropped back to pass, lets defenders go by him, and then takes off and runs. And it took him a whole half to figure it out. They played much better in the second half, but God, just... just Mental mistakes make you want to bash your head into the wall. Seven false start penalties. I mean, you're already behind on the offense yeah. seven times. When you're a run-oriented offense, that is tough. For a team trying to figure out who your quarterback's yeah. going to be. And they lost their big receiver this year. And so, they, they did. You know, Jalen Hill's not there to kind of bell him out as he nope. could out of those circumstances in years past. Nope. And the kid that's got his spot now is going to have a huge year, but he had some drops that cost him. Um they lost. They got Marshall this week. They got a roll, Marshall. Marshall's a whole lot. For Texas High folks, this is where the relevance of this is. Texas High folks are used to Marshall the last couple of years just grinding out the football. They had the, the Davis kid who ran for big yards, J.Q. Davis. Um, he's gone. They've got four sophomore junior running backs. They're rotating in and out, and a senior quarterback. They're going to throw the ball more. And they've got some guys. Um, I watched the entire game of them and Tyler playing the other day, and uh, Marshall, Tyler High or? yeah, Tyler High, Marshall, and in uh, Texas High should have a pretty good game this year. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit interesting. Tyler's got, I mean, uh, Marshall's got a big old offensive line, and they got a senior quarterback, and their defense. Well, they got Jack Alvarez there, now. and they got who's Jack Alvarez going for one. Yeah, had a, won a bunch of ball games in his career, and so in some pretty good places like yeah, Ennis and yeah. Cuero, and so he knows what he's doing. Yeah, so. it'll be interesting. Well, Texas High um, look very athletic with their underclassmen. They're they're 
They're young. They're young, but boy, those kids came to play, and right. that's what I mentioned Sunday in my piece was that they're ready to play now. They looked the part, and uh, they showed a lot of gumption the other night. They could let that thing slip away, but uh, they they got them on them early and struggled in the second half to put points up, but when they had to, salted the thing away. That's Potter look. Looked a lot better the other night than, than I thought he did in the scrimmage. Yeah. Of course, he's playing Lovey in the scrimmage. He's got an outstanding defense, in they particular uh, in the secondary. So, uh, But, uh, no, he, he looked much better the other night. And uh, they, uh, they had more trouble running between the tackles the other night because Coach Stanford had told me that they uh, uh, probably was maybe the best front seven they were going to play in the regular Lone season. Star. Yeah. Lone Star was. And so they struggled to run, but they got it going offensively through the air. And so, and then uh, Potter uh, late used his feet to keep a drive going late to uh, help salt the thing away. Okay. Fun ball game. Uh, went back and forth with Brandon Lane this weekend, who's Redwater Dragons. Got a win over Wascom. We had him in studio a while back. He had made mention of the fact that he wasn't so sure about what he would do on point afters we went for two a lot yeah he said uh, i think they got four out of five two-point conversions they actually converted on yeah that adds up and you, you come out in the deal you win by four points in a game and you yeah. got four out of five two-pointers that worked hello yeah. there's your there's your win so uh coach lane knows his team and uh he's got atlanta this week so they're getting another pretty good test about where Redwater sits in the pecking order of things, but that's a nice win to start the year for the Dragons. And probably the best one in the area um, was Hooks over Harmony. That was a good win. And it was a slugfest. You and I both were getting reports from mm-hmm. Jason Boston on that deal, and uh, they, you know, Harmony jumped on them early, and Hooks came back and took the thing late in the ball game to, to win it. So big win for them. All right, just outside the area. Jefferson smacked around New Boston. Yeah. Did you watch any tape on this? No. Jefferson's got a kid. Cameron Williams is a junior this year. He went for, I had to, hang on, 337 on 18 carries. Jeez. He scored four, three of them really long, one of them a little bit short. On none of the three long runs did he get touched. Mm. You know, normally like, okay, I got to break yeah. a tackle. He didn't get touched on the three long runs. Well, and offensive line too, then, they he's... got a pretty good offensive line, and he's the real deal. He played last year. Yeah, he was averaging like nine yards a carry last year. Well, he averaged 18 Friday night, which is not going to last for no. the year, obviously. But uh, – all of a sudden, when you start looking around about who may be the player in this area, and I know Jefferson's a little outside the area, but I'm telling you to keep an eye on this guy because he may be stupid good numbers by the end of the year. Now, it may be an anomaly, and New Boston may just be struggling on defense, but I'm very intrigued to see what Jefferson does week two and if he puts up numbers like this again because he may be the guy to keep an eye on. Yeah, I talked to a Jefferson alum at Churchers. They didn't mention the kid's name, but he was saying that <laughs> they got a guy. Al Jefferson this <laughs> they year. got a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, uh, but anyway, so some of the scores from around the area. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, Arkansas High, which uh, lost to Watson Chapel 48 nothing last year, beat them 58 to nothing this year. Um, I, you know, when, when Trey Outlaw was in here, he had made mention of the fact that he had a team in game one of his tenure at, at Arkansas High that didn't know how to line up, that was all over the place. We talked about Nate Wall. And you know, Nate Wall. The cover for the Gazettes. Well, I hope that's not a jinx now going no, to like no, the Madden jinx. No, I don't think so. I'm sure not. But either way, Nate Wall had him nailed down the starting position no. this time of year ago. No, they had nobody. Was going to be because Nate had moved in during the summer. Right. He had transferred over from Trinity. Right. And uh, so this time a year ago, they didn't even know what they had in Nate Wall. This year, he had impressed so much in the second part of last year that he was on everybody's radar and his athleticism and all what he does. <clears throat> so I'm sure if you're in Chapel, you're like, what was that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sure they knew coming in that he was a difference maker, but and, and they've got a heck of a running back and well, Wells. And yeah, so. if if Watson Chapel was looking at any film at the end of the year, yeah, they knew they knew it was a different team yes. than what they saw in Week One. Well, I don't. When's the last time we saw a hundred and six point turnaround? That's that's something because that's what we're talking about. Yeah. They have a hundred and six point turnaround against the same team from year 2022 to 2023. That's crazy. But congratulations to the Razorbacks. That's a big win. We didn't mention Liberty Ilo in this. They were 14-14 in the fourth before they lost to uh, to Henderson. You and I had talked before about the uh, the kid they got in from Alabama. kid they got from Alabama's player. Yeah. Now, I don't know, you know where all they're going to decide to use him, but he was active catching the football. You know, we know how much attention gets gets well, he's paid. Been offered a corner. Yeah, all these schools are offering, oh, yeah. him, offering him a corner. Yeah. So, well, yeah. with, with the attention Evo's going to get, I mean, we know that it may be opening up things for other guys. Well, but uh, like I said, they had some opportunities. I watched the first half, and uh, they had some opportunities in the first half that I, I'm sure they'd like to go back and have over, and they, they should have taken a lead into halftime, in my opinion. They yeah. they, they were. Trying figure out what they wanted to do by the second half they realized if they just hammered the run it was there because they were paying a lot of attention to receivers sure opens things up yeah and the grove steals again literally steals a game from poor brock and you, you got to feel a little sorry for the quarterback at brock who you know in effect with two minutes to go had sealed the ball game with a, a short run that became a little bit longer run and the Hawk defense just it turned did a into great a great job. It was a scrub. holding them up. Yeah, they, actually, the line was moving forward. Yeah, oh yeah, they couldn't stop him. Nope. He was moving forward, but while he and the line were in the scrum moving forward, somebody poked that ball yeah. out, and uh, they get a uh, a turnover late. And I, I tell you, you know, watching most of that game, it appears to me. That they're and I, I had a conversation with another coach who tipped me off to this, that they're running a lot of principles out of the wing tee in the spread. And I know that sounds I just, weird. I did the double take. Well, I'm, it didn't appear to be working against a pretty good Brock defensive front. A seven. very good Brock team. And that last drive, they just turned the car loose. Right. It may be a, a Mac Brown type thing. You know, it took halfway through Vince Young's junior year before Mac Brown just said, scrap it. Get out of the way. Let him, him make plays. Turn him loose. Right. For Josh Gibson and his staff who have had a very disciplined, we come to the line at this time, we hit them, boom, 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 we're executing, executing. To turn the keys over to a guy who's, 17, 18 years of age, I know it's difficult. But they may be better if they do. I know that goes against you know, what they've done and been successful doing sure. in the past. But in that last drive, you saw some flashes of... Hectic and helter-skelter isn't always bad. I don't know if you can do it for a full game. And I think you, if you if you do that, you run the risk maybe of him getting exposed and getting hit more than you want him but to. See, I, I'd rather get hit going across the uh, line. I, I, I get rather, it. I, I get I, it. I, but I just tell you, he showed flashes in that last drive. Yes. Of if you get out of his way, he can do some things. Yeah. But I know that's going to be difficult. Well, coaches figure it out eventually too. Yeah. We've seen him change midway through the season and decide A wasn't working. Yeah. It's time to go to B. They. They came out of there with a, an exciting win in what could have been a disappointing loss. They literally were two minutes away. <laughs> well, but for yeah. the last two minutes. Yeah. For the last two minutes, I came out with an exciting yeah. win in what could have been a disappointing loss. And again, not that Brock was some, you know, mamby-pamby weak sister, because yeah. they're not. They're, they're, the, they're going to move up to deal. 4A next year. They'll probably be in the state semis or finals again this year in big school 3A. Yeah, they got talent. And, and it was a good. I think it was a good eye opener for PG, who usually gets a chance to roll some of these early games. You know, since the first or second year, Josh has pretty much run the table on early season games, unless he's gotten a non conference game like yeah, he, a Carthage that came in yeah. with non non. Well, and he, the team he's playing this week, he caught in the rain last week, and that hurt him on their last 
I mean, last year. year excuse me, last yeah. year they caught them in the rain last year, and that threw them off their usual game and got beat. But yeah, typically they're pretty successful in non-district ball. So this games. is a, this may be a good smack in the face about here's what you're going to have to do because teams are coming after you. But it's very good, uh, very good defensive ball game. If you like defense, that was your game of the week. It, it was that. <laughs> We're going to take a break. It's about 33 minutes uh, after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan, 1079. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. We'll see if we can't get both sets of phones working before we return. Welcome back. We got about uh, 23 minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 107.9. As we uh, welcome you back in, I uh, attempted the phone, and I'm going to have to have more time. It's all right. M- I'm a rookie at this part of it. You'll figure it out. I have yeah. confidence. In no, it. no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't get over well, overconfident. As we kind of wrap up high school football for, after the first weekend, the zero week is we zero call. week. Yep. I have one observation. What's that? Well, 18 months ago, we had a lot of talk here and throughout town as the word came out that uh, Texas High and Arkansas High weren't going to play each other. That, you know, it would be terrible. They didn't play. Uh, the streak would end, the hundreds of years of all that. And there were some like myself who felt like the real game that people wanted was – Texas High versus Pleasant Grove and uh, I know there were people on both sides who said yeah they'd be great others said they'd be terrible uh, I I understood you know this year Texas High looking 18 months back I thought there was a chance that Pleasant Grove could uh, could compete and maybe even beat Texas High this year because we knew Pleasant Grove has a very talented class of 24. They've got a senior group that is just, from the time they've been in middle school up, everybody's anticipated, and they've got some outstanding skill position people, and they're so much quicker on defense than they've ever been. This may be the best team since 17. I I would agree. Yeah. I would agree with that. They've got a dynamic trigger man. They've got a lot of speed. They've got literally six guys who have either committed or have Division I offers. And so you put all those factors together with a very successful uh, tradition now over there, you thought maybe they were ready. Yeah. And and I'll be honest, if I was Texas High, I would have worried about that going into a two-year last year, this year. Now, I thought last year Texas High still had the offensive line. Yes. They could have bullied PG around on a Friday night. I just thought they had too much size, and they, they could just – old-fashioned bullied them. Okay. And particularly if the Reese kid had been healthy and all that. After watching the other night, having seen both teams, one in person and one yeah. on television, um, I would still give a Texas high. Texas high is young, but they've as much team speed as Pleasant Grove has, I just think the, uh, the, the team defense speed of Texas high is even better. And that's saying something. Uh, I think the Potter kid's good. But, boy, they've got some skill position people at Texas High. It's going to give people problems. And so I think it would be a competitive game. You know, we were getting texts the other night saying, ah, you know, when PG was struggling to put up points. Right. Yeah, they could. But I think it'd still be a competitive game. But I think, you know, I, if I was going to pick between the two of them right now, 
I think Texas High would beat them in a, in a competitive ball. Okay, game. well, this is the conversation that's the problem for having this happen. Because this, we're saying this may be the best Grove team since a state championship unbeaten 16 0 yeah. run. This is a really young Texas High team. Yeah. We don't even know what they are just yet. Yeah. And the conversation is we still think Texas High may be able to beat that PG team. And if this is about as good as it gets yeah. for PG, then probably. Then you've got problems down the road of well, it becoming a one sided thing. If that's yeah. what you're going to have yeah. is another one sided rivalry. Well, nobody really. We're, I'm, I'm about to go to to Marshall on Friday night, and I'm about to watch Longview smack Marshall around again. You would expect, since John King's there, they've lost one time in a three point game. Nineteen other game or eighteen other times, they basically blew out Marshall. Right. Well, who wants to keep going and watching that? I mean, if I guess if you're the folks from the two schools, we're talking about the fourth longest rivalry in the state. But gosh, if you're in Marshall. How many times you just want to keep having your heads beaten in by the guys 20 miles up the road who are so much bigger in population? I mean, it really is this kind of situation. It's a bigger population by a significant amount that Texas High has a thousand-person advantage, basically, over Pleasant Grove. How often do you want to keep doing well, that? I think Arkansas High now is going to want to play Texas High again. Coach Outlaw has publicly stated that since his arrival. Uh, I think it's going to continue to be mostly one-sided. Yeah. But at the same time, I think Coach Outlaw wants to send a message to his kids. We're not afraid of anybody. We'll line up and play anybody, anywhere, anytime. And it's hard to say that to them and not play the old rival Who's got the upper hand on you? Do you disagree with that? Yeah. I think you can say that without having to play that game. I, I do. I think you can say that. I think at some point in time, you look at the numbers, and the numbers are so much skewed yeah, against it's you. It's two to one. It's it's close to two to one. That's right. Yeah. And at two to one, and we're not talking about two to one being, oh, well, you know, they've got 300 and we've got 150. We're talking about two to one being a thousand to about a thousand. That's five hundred more boys. Yeah, to be able to choose. So, yeah, to be able yeah. to choose a, a players you're going to have. You have almost five hundred more boys to be able to pick from. I mean, unless you just have landed a honeypot of unbelievable talent, or you've got move-ins that well, are just certainly open enrollments help. Pleasant Grove. We all oh, yeah. are not blind to that. No. Fact. They're going to open enrollment has helped you bet. them field better athletic teams. And that offsets up. I mean, I don't know how many of those six Division One kids open enrollment affected, but it's probably affected some of that. Well, now that I think of it, I do know. Yeah, <laughs> it does affect yeah. Certainly it affected it. And so, as we go forward in this town... It'll be interesting to see, do we go back to Arkansas High, Texas High? Will it be more about the celebration than the competitiveness? You know, this weekend, Texas High Volleyball, who was not scheduled to play PG Volleyball this year, and over the last few years have had just some tremendous... Uber-competitive volleyball. And more importantly, for the student populations of both schools... It was something they just loved. Sure. Both schools would line up or show up in Tiger, in Tiger Center. Yep. Only in Tiger Center. Yep. And have a big night. This year they weren't scheduled to play each other. They end up playing each other this past weekend down at White Oak in a tournament. In a two out of three, Texas High got the best of them. They got the bragging rights this year unless they see each other in tournament play this weekend. Uh, but it's a shame that didn't happen here in town. It's not going to have that dynamic of for the student pop Because I'm sure the, the two student populations weren't down there on a Saturday morning in White Oak. No, they didn't go down there. Yeah. Why would they? Yeah. And, you know, and, and in, the, in the smaller sports – and I know this is maybe being said the wrong way. In a, in a sport that doesn't require as many bodies, I can see volleyball. Why not? 
I can see soccer. Why not? I can see baseball. Why not? Can you imagine if last year we'd had all four teams just in a tournament against each other? What an outstanding baseball tournament that had been at the four teams last year. No, they they were all four outstanding. Yeah. No, no question. I just don't know that in football where it requires so much size – Numbers and so are so many important. bodies. I just don't see that there's anybody at the moment that really, re- realistically, is going to say, yeah, I want to line up and play the Tigers. I, I, the, the population advantage is just, it feels like it's just too overwhelming to, to allow the other schools a chance to, year in and year out, be competitive. And, On a great year like PG potentially has this year, maybe. Maybe they're competitive. Yeah, because this was what we thought. We thought this year... This could be a competitive game. And I, I will say, I, I think it could be a competitive game, but I still think Texas High just has too much for them. But next year, as Texas High's group that's so young gets yeah. a year under them and PG's massive talent graduates, is this a competitive game then? Probably not. So, and I don't know who wants to sign up for that. I mean, if you're if you're either guy, what's to be gained by that next well, year? I think for PG, if you're the smaller school, and that's why I'm sure Trey Outlaw thinks, if I'm Arkansas and I'm the smaller school, there's no shame in losing. But if we upset them, that's look what, what it does for our program. Yeah. Well, but see, there's it's a little different for Arkansas, simply because, as you said, the history was there for yeah. forever. Nobody's. Well, you know, people are clamoring to have a PG Texas high thing just because they want the chance to be able to say they did it and they can brag one way. I get that. But Arkansas has got the lineage behind it, and wanting to renew that thing, I can that that makes more sense to me. Well, and than to PG. me, an Arkansas high annual PG game would be great. Yeah, we had it yes. for a couple of years. Yes, I think it'd be great to bring it back. Yes, I agree with that too. But I don't see that. I don't think you're ever going to get the other two. I to think play. the numbers are great, especially if LA drops down. And I don't know that L. Lee and Arkansas High. You see, our, our problem in this. Well, Arkansas High can only play maximum that's of two that's, weeks. That's it. Texas. That's our problem is yeah. Arkansas High is limited by what they can do across yeah. state lines. And I, I think they and L. Lee would be a great game, too. Yeah. I just think that the numbers for Texas High is. Now, if, if I took any two of the three schools and say, okay, the, those two get to make a unit against Texas High, well, that's different. You got a chance there every year, but not. Maybe that's what Aiken should do with his All Star game. Really, pick two out of the three, get yeah. two against Texas High. Yeah. Uh, like, kind of like we talked about the NFL All Star game back yeah. in the day. NFL champs get to take on the college All Stars. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about all that. I'm sure Jerry Stanford's listening, well, going, "You guys are idiots." Well, they're graduating, Jerry. Doesn't care. We're back. Clear skies tonight, a low around 68. Sunny tomorrow with a high near 90. If you like that forecast, you'll like the rest of the week. That's pretty much what we're going to see all the way through Saturday. Join us at our next live road show tomorrow from 10 to 1 at Townsend Outdoors in Hope. Scan the QR code to enter to win $10,000. And if your combination opens the cash vault, you'll win 50 grand. To feel the effects of nature, take a deep breath. Okay, welcome back. Nine minutes till six. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. Kirk and Company returns to the airways tomorrow morning, seven o'clock. Yes, Kevin Carpenter will be in with us. We'll be talking some more Pleasant Grove football and uh, volleyball and everything else going on over at the Grove right now. I think they had a good week in cross country. Well, excellent. Yeah. So I'm sure Kevin will be on top of all that. Cross country? He's going to be on top of cross country? No. He'll, oh. he'll have no clue what was going on. <laughs> Nice. Very nice. By the way, we uh, we got a chance to uh, see some work from Matt Fry this week for we did. PG we did. football. We enjoyed that. Very nice getting yeah. uh, Matt back in the booth. Yeah, it was nice to have Matt back doing ball games again. Not kidding. Uh, we mentioned a half hour ago or so, Cowboys active this weekend. So what you call that? I'd say it's something. If he'd have known Colt McCoy was going to come on the market, would Jerry have made the move? Today, Arizona decided they've, they're going to tank. They're going to tank hard. Yeah. 
Colt's not going to be there. Kyler Murray's not probably going to be at least for four weeks. Uh, By then, they ought to be 0-4 and on their way to getting Caleb Williams. I figure um, Colt will become the new uh, McCallum brother. He'll sit around, phone will ring somewhere. Somebody will call. <laughs> you know, I, I would have no problem with him being a backup in Green Bay for yeah. for uh, Jordan Love. Yeah, if he's a professional backup. That'd be perfect. Yeah. But the Cowboys get Trey Lance. Wow. The Cowboys saw a chance in a time period where Rodgers was actually playing in a game and they weren't going to be in the news cycle to find a way sure. to get into the news cycle. Oh, get into it? To be jump to the top. Yeah. Good gosh. Jerry's the man. When it comes to creating attention, he is the man. <laughs> I cannot deny that. No. I can't argue against it. Jerry, if it's just pure P.T. Barnum crap, it's Jerry's world. Well, no, okay. So so from forget about the, the PR and you got the news cycle that you captured. It cost you a fourth-round draft choice, yeah. which you – I don't, what, what can you get with a fourth? Well, wait. It's oh, a, it's, Dak a, Prescott? it's a little high for a backup quarterback that you hope's never going to play. I mean, in all honesty, you're giving away the a pick that's normally a starter, whether it's a first year starter by the second by the second yeah. year. You expect your fourth round guy is going to be in the lineup someplace. Because the draft is the lifeblood right. of the NFL. It's not. That, no, that's right. Yeah. And, and so I'm giving up this fourth round pick, which isn't extreme, but mm-hmm. it is valuable. To and get, more than anyone else was willing to go. No question. To get a guy who has not taken enough snaps, college or or the pros, to really be NFL ready to take over. He's not going to be the number two. Cooper Rush is going to be yeah. the number two. If Dad gets hurt early. Cooper's up first. Yeah. So you really you traded a four away either to get a three, a third a, a third quarterback in your pecking order, QB three. Or this is your insurance if the Dak Prescott you get this year is starting at 30 years old to regress to a place where or you not, feel like he's plateaued. He's not. That's what I mean. He's not going to be a championship quarterback. That you got a chance to figure out. And, and you got a, a first round draft choice a guy for a who fourth. Has a lot of upside that had he been coming out this year in the draft would have been a first-round draft pick because everybody's looking for the next Mahomes. And and three guys are starting. We yeah, saw this already. Three yeah, of the rookies are going to yeah, start. Everybody's looking for the next Mahomes. That's what San Francisco was looking for when they traded up too much to, to get Trey Lance. Here's the thing. I know they got him on a rookie deal. It's pretty cheap. I think two yeah. million this year, even if for a, for a what number three pick yeah, in the I draft, think it's still two cheap. million this year and five next year. But they basically had the same thing already as their number three, Will Greer. Yeah, who had well, a great preseason. <laughs> Will Greer was a third round draft pick in this league. Yes, Will Greer has some athleticism to him. Will Greer was a guy coming out of high school who was an acclaimed quarterback who got into it with the coaches at Florida, bounced around, ended up at West Virginia. Didn't work. Where was he? Wasn't Carolina? Where did he get? Drafted? Yeah, I don't know where he was last. But year. he was a third round pick. Yeah. It didn't work there or something. Maybe Will's a hard head. Maybe don't want to listen. Whatever. I don't know. But he's basically the same thing, right? On the cheap, no. experiment knows your offense and showed out well. That's possible upside. Yep. I, I just thought you gave up a fourth round draft choice for what you had sitting over here. Yes. I don't think Will Greer. If we're talking only about being a backup quarterback... And by the way, this is not the Grandpa and the Waltons. This is... No. <laughs> this is not. But but if if you were... If you're looking at whichever guy it is, Will Greer would have been a fine backup in the NFL. If Cooper Rush's time was well, done, Will see, Greer would be I a think, fine backup. He might be Brock Purdy. He might be a guy who can slip in there and all of a sudden space folks. But I don't think anybody thought Will Greer was the potential future starter. See, I, I disagree. I think he's got upside to him. I think he's a reach. I think it's it's a long shot that he hits. But I think there's an upside there. Now, that's Trey Lance. Trey Lance 
hasn't shown early on that he's ready to play in the NFL, as Will Greer obviously didn't in his last stop. And he had problems for some reason down in Florida, but he was the starting quarterback at Florida for an injury took him out. Right. But uh, something has to be in Trey Lance's game that makes now two organizations think this guy potentially yeah he's fast he's elusive well, he's physical Will he's Greer's fast. not those things no I disagree I don't think you're watching Will Greer Will Greer's athletic is he Trey I, Lance fast I don't know if he is but I don't think you have to be are I you think, excited by Will Greer I think he's move the chains fast he okay. can go well, move fine. around and move the chains he I mean if you watched him Saturday night throw the pass with his left hand that's my homes craft right there. that's right that's, that's exactly right yeah and so I just thought they gave away a fourth-round draft pick for basically what they had on the roster already. I understand why you go into the season with Cooper Rush as your backup. I understand why San Francisco goes into the season with Sam Darnold as your backup. You basically want a backup in the NFL to be a bus driver. Yeah. You don't want a guy that's going to come on and make plays. You want him not to make mistakes. Otherwise, i got to pay that guy, too, if my number two is that good. I don't think – I just think you want a guy – Who's going to? You make the, you know, that week if he's got to play, we're going to make the playbook really small. Okay. We're going to ask him to do very little things. We're going to change our philosophy and coaching. I, I wish we had longer in this segment. We're about to be done. There's the music. But ultimately, my question is going to become: Which of those three guys do you want in the fold on the day Dak Prescott gets hurt seriously, or we decide? He's not worth $59 million next year, which is cap hit well, next year. You should have cut Cooper Rush and kept Will Greer and Trey Lance. Well, there you go. And maybe one of them ends up sitting on the taxi squad. We may see Will Greer sitting on the practice That's squad fine. this That's year. That's what he was this past year. Yeah. All right, we're out of time. Back tomorrow. We'll do this again. Been listening to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan. 1079. Have a great Monday. We'll be back tomorrow right here, 5 o'clock, on The Fan 1079.